Hello and welcome back to Healthiest, your daily podcast from Body and Soul. I'm your host, Ali Izzo, and every Thursday I'm joined by the delightful Kelsey Farinchek, who also just happens to be the Body and Soul beauty editor. Today we're diving into the nitty-gritty of shellac manicures and asking if maybe they're not all that they're cracked up to be. Kelsey. Hi. I'm so glad we're talking about this as it is a question that keeps popping up and I think we've both kind of revisited our stance on manicures in general and Mm. gel and all of that jazz. Yeah, definitely. It's, I mean, like, let's just call it shellac is great like it it's it serves a purpose and I tell you what when it first sort of like burst onto the beauty scene I was like finally where has this been all my life so it's we're not we're not shitting on it no (laughs) disclaimer (laughs) to be to be frank but there are some things that um there are some downsides and there are some things that have come to light recently Mm. that sort of maybe it's time to reassess definitely a, a regular shellac habit. Mm. Um, everyone loves the shiny manicure and hates the chipped polish, or at least I do. Like nothing drives me more insane than that half chip polish when I don't have time to take it off properly. So shellac really seemed to be the magic cure. It's fast drying, it's long wearing, it's guaranteed, you know, two weeks of a chip free mani, which is great. But as I said, there's been some recent talk that it may not be as great or may not, may not be as healthy as we first thought. Can you tell us why, Kels? So this is because the process of shellac involves using UV light to dry or set the gel. Mm. And obviously UV light is linked to skin cancer. Yeah. So there's been a bit of talk around the possible dangers, but I thought it best we had a professional weigh in on this. So I asked Melbourne-based dermatologist Dr. Shaimala Gunathesan for her thoughts. She told me uh, the risk of developing skin cancer on the fingernails is extremely low. Okay. UV damage or exposure is not thought to be the prevalent cause of skin cancer of the nails, whereas trauma is kind of a, a more of a risk. Right. Um, but the risk of developing skin cancer on the hands with repeated UV nail lamp exposure is still under investigation. I see. So the tricky thing here is that the lamps um, vary yeah. in UV output, operation time, and whether they use UVA or LED light. Mm-hmm. The overall risk is thought to be low, but the cumulative exposure mm. can cause potential DNA damage, which results in skin cancer. It's yet to be proven. Yes. But if you're going in there every two weeks and you're under a UV lamp, surely there might be some kind of potential risk. Well, it's sort of like I've heard it compared to sunbeds for your fingernails. Like I would never now go and lie voluntarily in a sunbed. That just seems crazy. Like I'm like, why would I do that? That's Mm -hmm. nuts. It's asking for skin cancer. Mm -hmm. So why would I do it to my hands? And if you do it regularly, which I was a fortnightly kind of shellac yeah. gal, queen. queen, oh yeah, <laughs> shiny nails for for the win, you sort of like you got to reassess like that. The first place that show your age anyway. So this if it's is not going to give you skin, skin cancer, it might give you wrinkles, wrinkly, pigmented hands. Yeah, no one wants that. Dr. Gunnathieson actually advises her patients to apply sunscreen to the backs of their hands oh. or to wear fingerless gloves. Wow. When getting your mani. Well, I mean, that's... Practical? Yeah. I would never have thought of that. Exactly. <laughs> you, could, you could. If you're a diehard yeah. and you have to get under that lamp. Yeah. Fingerless. Just like chop the, the fingertips off gloves. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. It does make sense. Mm. Perfect. Okay. 
I like that. I think it was also late last year that I stumbled across this idea of the naked nail as a bit of a, a statement, almost like a fashion, you know, trend. Um, and I had a, a manicure at Jocelyn Petroni's Lush Salon in Sydney. Now she's a Chanel uh, manicurist, and her nail technician really kind of converted me to going polish-free completely, um, only because my nails were just so wrecked after all of the mm. shellac and gel that I was having because I would peel them off in the shower. Yes. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take them off properly, which you're meant to do. And that's definitely on me, I know. But I was so impatient that they were just flaky and peely and gross. And this manicure was basically like a buff and shine. So Mm. it's like a beautiful, um, you know, moisturising treatment. They do all the things that they normally do. But they really bring up the health and the natural shine of your nails, which makes them look... Mm, polished, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like not not actually polished, but like it, it gives you look like you've done your nails even without that. And to be honest, I don't have time to sit there and wait for nail polish to dry. I've got a toddler. I'm always running out of mm. the salon. So this is kind of, I feel like... A, a, a breath of fresh air to go natural but still feel really groomed and really pretty. What do you think? I totally agree. Yeah. And I never wear nail polish. The only time I would get gel or SNS would be if I were going to go on a long trip where I'd be going out to events or dinners or mm. something. Or I might get my toenails done in summer because they're always on display. But I'm very low key though, especially for a beauty editor. But <laughs> in saying that, I just like to keep my nails short. Like continuously, f- I'm continuously filing and cutting them though because they grow so long. But I just keep all your them. collagen, that's which exactly, we talked about exactly last week. right. <laughs> um, but you know, I will say that a couple of coats of sheer top coat or sheer clear polish mm. um, just makes them look so much better than than if they were just naked on their own. Yeah. So give them a quick file, buff, whatever, apply a top coat. Mm. gives it a nice sheen. You're done. Healthy, done. And as you say, it is quite a, like it's a, it's not necessarily something we need to throw out of the bath completely. Like when you do have a holiday or you do have a whole lot of events, especially coming up to Christmas, mm-hmm. I mean, who knows how many Christmas events there's going to be with COVID. But hey, if you've got a few things, this it's still a good option yeah. to get you through, you know, two weeks of having, you know, great nails. Definitely. But maybe not every fortnight. Mm. Mm. Dr. Gunnathison believes gel nails could possibly be a bit gentler on the nail plate than acrylics, Okay, for example, because the removal process requires an acetone soak, which isn't great, but as opposed to drilling and filing them off, because when yeah. they get that electric file out, yeah. and sometimes it's like, oh, like they it hit hurts. a nerve. Yeah. And so that's obviously weakening your nail bed, weakening, weakening the plate and is what's making them super brittle. So that could potentially be an area you might want to look into Mm. when you have to. Mm -hmm. Okay, that is it from Kelsey and I for this week on the beauty front. If you liked the app in any small way, please let us know via a glowing review wherever you get your podcasts. It would absolutely make our day. Or you can join in on the chat or, you know, read more about the rise of Naked Nail in the Healthyish Australia Facebook group. Just click to join. It's easy. Until tomorrow, fam, stay healthyish. Bye. Bye. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.